Along with his wife Dana, Pat Petricelli is moving back home, back to 411 Bay Street in Hamilton, the home he grew up in. He's doing it with the help of Daniel Ott and White Willow Design. Dan helps people reimagine and redesign their homes, but this project reaches down into the roots of a city and the roots of Pat's life. I'll let Pat explain the rest. My godfather, Santucci, uh, he did a lot of work in the city, and he did this work for my dad. And uh, a lot of the, this plaster ceiling, um, I just think it's, it's so treasured that you, it's hard to find, rather than just having that sprayed-on, yeah. flattened type of uh, roof or ceiling. So we, we love, we want to keep that, so that's going to be good. We're just going to have pot lights in it. And um, then as we look at the walls, uh, they're all plastered. It's a double brick house. Um, we're going to really, it, when you sit here in the kitchen at the, um, uh, the island, that wall there will be gone, going to the outside. So you'll be able to see from the TV room or the living room, kitchen, to the dining room in one spot. Yeah, this is the, probably the warmest room. Interesting because uh, mom and dad slept here, and uh, I can remember like it was yesterday, running up and sleeping in between them. Um, but it was, it was their room, and uh, it, for some strange reason, it just gives me the warmth. And um, it uh, just brings back a lot of good memories. We spent a lot of time with chairs, sitting on, looking on, on the road. I remember yesterday when the milkman used to come, used to stop, drop off the milk bottles. We used to leave the money in the milk bottles. There was uh, the pop guy on um, John Street, and uh, he used to come and bring pop every Saturday. The sidewalks, when I was young, and up to about 10 years old, used to have the hooks for the horses to, um, to put on. Yeah. yeah, that was a long time ago. I remember one time, the, it, at wintertime, the roads were ice, and the cars would come, and we would bumper hitch on them. Yes. Yeah, so, that was just so long ago. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, so the, the visions, uh, there used to be a lady across the street that had a, a, a veranda. I used to go over all the time. Oh, my dear, it was just, what a memory that was. The wardies used to live across the street over there. Gabe was my friend. Uh, my mom used to always tell me to take my shovel and go next door, because she was an old lady, and no man shoveling. She used to give me five bucks all the time to shovel. So that was fun. And then beside it used to be a little bedroom. Oh, you can pace this by one, two steps, and that's the width of it, and about four steps long. And this was my bedroom. I remember I bought an old Radio Shack receiver and player. That was what I remember in this room a long time ago. But we're going to get rid of the window, put a pantry in here, and um, all new windows around the house, going to be black. We, my dad put the cement in uh, in the 70s too. And then this is a little piece of grass for just to look, but this was all garden. Garden, garden, tomatoes, peppers, beans. I mean, the story went on and on and on. And uh, he put those two garages in when he came. And um, all I can say is garden, garden, garden. And so he used to, you guys, what, what uh, livestock did you guys have here? So when he moved in, he had pigeons uh, in the little booths over here, pigeon booths. Um, Those pets or did you eat them? Oh, no, he, he ate, ate them, yes. He yes. ate a pigeon? Yes, he ate them way back then. And then um, when it was Easter, like right now, uh, the lambs would come in, 
and he'd go to the farm, buy lamb, and they would slaughter our lamb and uh, cook that up for, uh, for Easter. Uh, we would bring pigs in for uh, sausage and whatnot, and uh, chickens. And, uh, boy, that's a different day than today. Remember, this is where I learned how to drive on back on Nickel Street. I used to open up the garage. He used to tell me to take it out, wash it, and then I'd just drive it back and forth, up and down. Yeah. So when you say yeah. this is the, uh, this house, um, the history of the house was your parents came in the 50s. Yeah. That, and where did they come from? Uh, Santa Croce and um, Di Magliano. That's right, probably about an hour or two outside of Rome in the middle of Italy. Um, and why did they come here? Oh, my dad came first. I think he came with my oldest brother, or came first for about six, five years, six years, and then went back, got his oldest son, and then brought everybody else uh, back here with him. Um, they owned the farm, but the farming over there was, they weren't making much of a life. And, um, I mean, they, had, they used to go to the washroom in the fields, that type of thing. And then him and his brother and the whole community immigrated over here. And uh, I remember my sister telling me that they were in the bottom of the, uh, of the, uh, the ship container when they were coming over here. And it was going left and right, and a lot of people were getting sick. Anyway, so he came here and bought this particular house in 52 for, for 6200 I got told, yeah. 6200 And... Six thousand. Yeah, I know. So how many? So how many kids, siblings did you have? Do you have? For in total, there's uh, five of us that were here at one time with two parents, seven of us, and then there was another family, and uh, that would have made uh, seven. Then one moved out, another family came in, and the only thing we had in the house was one washroom <laughs> compared to today's standards. So we only had one washroom back then, and uh, lots. And I, all I can remember is lots of food. Lots of wine and a lot of celebrations because my uncle, the other part of the community, my uncle and my aunt used to live one block down on McNabb Street. So there was a, at that time, there was a lot of um, English people, uh, Portuguese and Italians in this area. So no, my dad passed 24 years ago and then my mom and my brother lived here. And then my mom passed six years ago, then my brother lived here. And then he just passed in December, and now it's uh, handed down to me. What was your childhood like here? Um, they taught me a lot. My dad taught me a lot about how to work with everything, plumbing, electricity. His, 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 he was a worker, yeah. and so provider worker. And he ruled with, uh, with, a, with an, a, you know, a strong hand, trying to get me to be better than where he was at which I guess ended up being that way now that yeah. I'm the principal. He and my sister told me to have been very proud. He always thought I would have been a lawyer because I talk a lot. <laughs> anyway, so um, my mom always had me, because I was the last one and everybody else was leaving, she had me cleaning every Saturday with her, vacuuming, cleaning the house, and cooking. And my dad had me building and repairing. Best of both worlds. Yeah, you know, I'm just so fortunate. And so I'm very lucky to know both both sides, to be quite honest with you, rather than just one. So we called Dan up and we set up a time for him to come. He came in and right away with a beautiful soul. So for Dana and I, it was just an immediate attraction to his soul. And then he came in and he started talking about how he's what I would describe as the wedding planner. Um, he basically takes it from 
start to finish. Uh, takes the drawings, the permits, uh, gets all of the, uh, the cabinets, uh, everything that is part of the renovation, he takes care of. We, and then, uh, well, we're in now in the collaboration part of it. And then um, once we're done, he gives us a book of everything that we're going to order, everything that's going to look like, all the drawings. We step back, he gets the contractor to come in, do all the work, and then we come in at the end. I just got an email from him the other day saying, um, as a matter of fact, we want to stage your house. And I'm going, what does that mean, Dana? Stage, as in he wants to come in and he wants to place all of our furniture in the house for us. And I was just like, oh, my dear. So um, well, we're kind of thinking about whether or not to do that. But uh, the beautiful thing about him and his crew, because it's him, his wife, and two other people. I think he's got a larger uh, crew than that. But anyway, um, we come with an idea. He comes with an idea. We tussle back and forth, and none of that is born the new idea. And uh, that's how this whole process has worked. And uh, for us, because we're both professionals and we both work, it's, um, it's a blessing to have somebody take care of it from beginning to end. Otherwise, I would have to be working with the contractor, Dordain and I. He'd be calling us or she'd be calling us, you know, whatever time of the day or night saying, I need this, I need that, come down here. And we don't have time for that. So uh, Dan provides um, all that service wrapped up into one, and I can only say that I highly recommend uh, him based on all of our experience with him. Uh, he's been very kind, uh, very adaptable and flexible to the new ideas. We'd visit with him on Tuesday and one week, talk about it, leave, come back. You know, two weeks down the road, we change a little bit about it, and he just throws it right in there. Uh, and changes. So we've been f- the the the, uh, the meetings have been very fluid and adaptable, and uh, we couldn't be happier with them. For me, um, it I, I I can't. The only thing I can describe it to you is that uh, there's a warmth here of bringing the light into the house, and um, it uh, you know people say, "Are you sure you want to move back at your old house where your mom and dad lived?" I says, "Yeah, I don't I don't see it that way. I see it as a." As a, a fresh new start for a place, what was the word that you used before? You were reclaiming. Your- reclaiming, yes, reclaiming the house, and uh, and then uh, really the other reason is that that we can pass it on to our kids because it is a it is an up and coming area uh, for the future, and uh, it's just the buzz down here is is very uh, is very energetic. Right here where you're sitting. Anyway, we brought Lucas back. When Lucas was born, Lucas is your son. yeah, so Lucas was born. My dad was um, diagnosed in April, died in October. Lucas was born in June. So we brought him down, and my dad had, you know, opened it up, opened up all his clothes to check him out. <laughs> my mom had grabbed Lucas by the feet. It was right here. Dana was sitting here. My mom was sitting here. I was sitting right beside. She passes Lucas to my mother. You got you to remember my mother, no kindergarten. I mean, that was it. There was no education back in Italy grabbed him by the ankles and lifted him up. And Dana was just like, oh, my dear Lord, what are you doing? And she told me, because she didn't know speak English, that uh, she was making him taller. <laughs> Dana said, just give him back to me. Uh, but, you know, that, that's those old wives' tales, you know. She was making him taller. She was making him taller. <laughs>